Join the millions of people who are chucking processed and refined foods and are basing their healthy diets on whole foods and non-GMO foods. This is where we talk about clean eating. It's the Clean Food Network Show with Lisa Davis. I call myself a whole food fooditarian. Basically, basically, if it's a whole food, I'm going to eat it. I especially go for, of course, organic non-GMO foods. I have raw foods that I love, raw fruits and vegetables. I have cooked foods that I love. Some people say you need to go raw. I say I like a combination. So do we really need to go raw? Here to answer this wonderful question is Vivian Vela. She is co-founder of Soup Pure, which makes my absolute favorite soup and it is cooked and some is raw. <laughs> Hello, Vivian. Welcome to Clean Hi. Food Network. Hi, Lisa. How Great are you? Great to have you on. Thank I'm you. good. How are you? I'm very good. Good. Well, let's jump in because you hear a lot about people who are into the raw food diet. They're really into it. I mean, it's kind of anyone, if you're in the vegan or the paleo, it kind of becomes like an identity for some folks, not for all. What do you think about the raw food diet? You know, I just heard your introduction and I and I think that through the process of my own food evolution, I've come to the same conclusion that we actually should be eating a whole variety of foods and in a variety of forms, including raw and cooked. I just don't believe in, you know, and, and through the process of developing and making our soups, we discovered that for us, and we think for our consumers, it's nice to have a best, actually, to have a balance of both raw and cooked foods. I think so, too. Now, they say, Vivian, that there are certain vegetables that actually release more nutrients when they're cooked. Is this true? And if so, do you know what these are? Uh, I think that this is true. We did a lot of research on this. And, for instance, broccoli is a uh, vegetable that actually is much healthier for you raw. So we do not have broccoli in any of our soups. And if we did, we probably would make it a raw soup. Some of the vegetables that are much healthier for you, if they are cooked, uh, they, they, they become more digestible. The, the, the tough outer skin is broken down so that the nutrients can be released. Our spinach, kale, tomatoes, carrots, and also mushrooms. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I mean, I love sauteed garlic. I love using avocado oil. I mean, I love olive oil as well, but I just am such a fan of avocado oil, the real, you know, dense green kind. And mixing that with garlic and kale, it's one of my favorite things. Oh, how do you do that? Oh, I just chop it all up and saute it. (laughs) I use a lot of garlic, though. You don't want to be around me after I've eaten it. My daughter's like, Mom, you're extraordinarily smelly. I'm like, it's because I ate a lot of garlic. So good thing this is radio. (laughs) Well, you know, one thing that we discovered when we were researching this is that when you say cook, you know, the best is to gently cook it or to steam it, but not to fry it. Deep fried Mm. foods are sources of free radicals. uh, And those are, you know, highly reactive in the body. So when you're when we say cooked, we don't mean uh, deep frying the foods. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I do like a light saute, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that that can be really, really nice. Now, when you're eating the, I, that's interesting about the broccoli, because I did not realize that. I don't like broccoli raw, but I'm going to have to get used to it. What I usually just really lightly steam it, because I don't think there's anything more disgusting than overcooked, soggy vegetables. And I think that's why for years, people who are like, oh, I don't like vegetables, it's because they were raised in homes or they were boiled and mushy, wouldn't you say? <laughs> that, you know <laughs> like what? They don't that know what they're is... supposed to taste like. 
That is so true. I actually think like with broccoli for me and for a lot of vegetables, I want it to be a happy in-between. I don't want that soggy vegetable that I was raised on. And you're right. It's almost like a Pavlovian response to (laughs) soggy vegetables. And I see my kids have it now, too. But then I don't want a raw, you know. And I know that, you know, the studies show that broccoli is healthier raw than cooked. But I just like to lightly steam it. But it needs to keep its crunch. And for some reason, um, you know, they say studies show that heat damages an important enzyme in broccoli, but at high heat. So, you know, I'm going with the the light steam is okay. Okay. Yeah, I think so, too, because I think the most important thing is that we're eating it. I mean, if you're going to say, well, I can't eat raw broccoli, so I'm not going to eat broccoli at all, I think you're just doing yourself a disservice. But if you say, okay, yes, it's better raw, but I'm going to steam mine for a little bit, and then I can get my kids to eat it, right? And that's, that's a huge Absolutely. thing. It's, kids seem to like broccoli, I've noticed. I mean, I, you can't generalize, but at least the kids I know. I I, I completely agree. I, I, I see it a little bit like being kosher. You know, everybody has their own <laughs> levels of, of being kosher, and you know, if you if you decide you're uh, you're going to go just all or nothing, it's not going to work for you because that's not the way that we live our lives, and we have to stop beating ourselves up for not being totally raw or you know not eating completely fat free free foods or you know it's, there's got to be a happy in between that makes us feel satisfied and happy with the the diet we're providing ourselves. Oh, it's it's so true. And I'm glad you mentioned the fat free because now we've been talking so much about the healthy fats. And one of your soup has coconut milk in it. It's a Japanese sweet potato. And it is it's like the best Thai food I've ever had. <laughs> it's uh, so good. Did you, you tried that one? I can't. Yeah, that was a, that's a that good one, right? Fantastic. It really is. It really is. So talk to us a little bit about how you went from being a lawyer to uh, to making soup. Wow, that's a really good question. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I had three kids, and I just started living a very busy life with the kids and with my profession, and finding that I didn't have enough time to really eat healthy, and I would be reaching for the easiest, quickest snacks, which are high fat and and not the good fat. Uh, and I would, sure. I hate to say it, let my kids do the same thing. And then I just start thinking about soup and realizing I ordered it all the time. But even the healthiest soups aren't the healthiest for you. You really look at the ingredients or you go to a restaurant and they tell you they're organic and healthy. And then you ask if it has cream and they say, oh, just a little. So we wanted to bring truly portable, on-the-go, healthy foods for the entire family and it just evolved and it we we didn't realize that people were starting to feel the same way. Yes, and I love that they're non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, preservative-free and I like that they're cold and hot. And of course, we've spoken before. I'm on the bone broth train and I'm so glad you have bone broth because I've just seen fabulous results in my skin, my hair. Uh, my food sensitivities are less. And that's a whole nother show that we should have you back to talk about. Yeah, it's all, again, we're not entirely vegetarian. We have our bone broth. No. And, you know, we're not entirely raw. We think, as I, as we discussed, that you should heat some foods. You're going to be most benefited from them. And And guess what? This is another <laughs> topic of another show, but <laughs> fat doesn't make you fat. Yes, so true. I'm so glad you said that. Oh my gosh, I've been eating a half an avocado to an avocado a day with some other really good whole foods and it fills you up. And I've talked about that before on the show, but having that, you know, 
filling filling is that filling filling <laughs> is a great yep. thing so you're not hungry all the time yeah, well, yeah, and fat regulates your hormones and your body temperature. It protects your vital organs from injury. Fat just doesn't make you fat. It's eating processed foods, refined sugar, and having an otherwise imbalanced diet that makes you fat. It's so true. Now, what about for people who have a bunch of stuff in their refrigerator and are like, okay, I want to make my own soup. Any any clues to help them, you know, with their leftovers? Well, the the trick to a really good soup is the base. So if you have a very good layered base, you know, a vegetable, if you're a vegetarian, a vegetable broth base or a, chick- a chicken broth base, because you want your soup to, you want your soup to taste layered. So once you start mm. with a good base, you can almost use anything with it. You know, you can, if you, oh, I'm so sorry, my dogs are in the background. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> they're, that's they're okay. Bar- We're dog lovers here. <laughs> they're barking at someone at the front door. Oh, that's okay. But you know what? We're about to wrap up. We're going to have you back so we can talk about the components of a good soup. In the meantime, tell us how we can learn more about you. Oh, you could go to www.supira.com. You could get our book, The Soup Cleanse. It's available on Amazon. And I'd love to come back on. Oh, Oh, yes. Vivian, your book is absolutely fantastic. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Clean Food Network, talking clean food. We're going to help you live a healthier life. I'm Lisa Davis, and it is such an honor and privilege to be here. Love helping people live healthier lives. So stay well.